the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is pre-recorded. This is Simply for Women, a place for that mom who knows the chaos of life, the daughter who faces the challenges of the day, and for those women who want to deepen their faith. God invites us to take Him off our to-do list and to simply be, to simply be with Him. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of Salem Media Group, staff, management, or advertisers. Now here's your host, Jennifer Jackson. I am so glad that you are listening to Simply for Women today. I'm Jennifer Jackson because we get to be together. We get to be together with the Lord. And that's why we have this show. We have this show to keep growing, to keep learning more about Father God. We're right in the middle of a series about our abundant Father. And this was a message that I taught at the church next door. That's our home church. And we have been talking about the different kind of dads we had. You know, some of us had a dad that's already passed away. Maybe your dad was incredible, but all of us have had a different experience, but we have one thing in common. And what we have in common is that we have a loving heavenly father who loves us so much. And he wants us to learn more about his heart for us. He is for you. He is with you. He is providing in your life. He's caring for you each and every day. And he wants to guide us. So take a listen to the part two of Abundant Father. So the first category that I have is the dad that is dead. He's gone or completely absent. You know, maybe your mother never said, maybe um, he never signed that birth certificate. And that's, that was your dad. Um, I think about the dads that were wonderful, but now they're dead. I think of a dad that was a part of this church. He was a wonderful father, but now he's gone. His name was Bill Roth. This father flew two times all the way to China to get his little girls. And he paid a lot of money to those two adoption agencies to bring those little girls all the way back home. What a dad, you know? What a reflection of our Heavenly Father and how our Heavenly Father, what extent He would go to to adopt us as His kids. But He's gone. He died young. So there's another category. We have the category of the mediocre. This one's the hardest one to look at. The disinterested, unable to connect for whatever reason. Maybe they were hurtful or disappointing. You know... Those of you that have this category of dad, you may have seen abuse, um, alcoholism, so many things. And I've prayed with many women over the years. And one, one day, a young girl, she was actually about to graduate our youth group and go into college. She had on her little schoolgirl uniform because she went to a very nice private school. And she drove up in a very cute sports car to my house I would put the baby monitor on so I could hear the boys during nap time, and I would meet her on the front porch. 
And we met many, many times. And she would come and cry. And she would say, you know, my dad, he has so much money. We have, we have everything. But he doesn't even know. He doesn't even know me. We don't even hang out. He doesn't even know that I exist. I can't get his attention for anything. And he won't go to church with me. He doesn't know God. And so we, we spent so much time talking about this. It was very serious. It was to the point that she was anorexic and she refused to eat. She said, why, why eat? You know, such a beautiful young lady. We spent hours talking about this and God healed her heart. I said, why don't we agree in prayer? We're going to agree that your dad will come to know God. And we did. We prayed. We prayed and prayed. And one day, Pastor Doyle led her father to Christ. He became an amazing believer in God. But I watched over the years how her heart softened. It softened her earthly father. She was able to forgive him. He even saw so much that he needed to invest in his girls that with some of his money, he bought a place so they could make a memory and make a routine and be together. He really tried to make up the difference for what all he had missed. And so... That was her category. I know that I've seen at some point to really clearly grasp God as your heavenly father, you have to take a hard look at who was my earthly dad and allow God to heal your heart and to bring a forgiveness and a, and a peace and a change there with your earthly dad. So the third group is the wonderful, wonderful involved the loving, caring dad. And I see so many of you out there. I know you guys. And that's you. (laughs) This is God's design. God designed it not that any human being would be perfect because we aren't, but God designed it so that we would have an earthly father that would do such a job that it would reflect our heavenly father and it would make it easier for us to understand the nature of God the Father. And so when I think about wonderful loving, caring, supportive fathers, and that may be your category. I think about Papa Ten Boom. Have you ever read In My Father's House? That's a great read if you get a chance. But In My Father's House, it talks about Casper Ten Boom. He was a wonderful father. He was one of these fathers. His dad and his grandfather, three generations before Casper, they started a tradition of praying for Israel. They prayed for the Jewish people. So that was part of who he was. And he had, he had five children, one passed, four around the table. And Casper Tim Boom would gather his family and they would memorize scripture and they would pray together. They had a piano. They sang songs to the Lord. That was part of his house. He also fostered children. Papa Tim Boom was a father to children that weren't his own children. And his daughter, Corey, she caught such a vision for caring for others through her father that she cared for special needs children in their community. And I think about the wonderful father. I think about the earthly dads and the ones I even see in this room tonight. And I think about that is such a strength to our community. That is such a a treasure to the day in which we live that you as dads are you come alongside these kids that don't have a father and it gives them hope it gives them hope to be able to look to heaven 
and to see that I have a God, I have God in heaven, I have a dad in heaven. And that's part of what Casper Ten Boom did. And then when the Nazis began coming and taking the Jews and putting them in concentration camps, he hid them in his home. And one day they took Papa to a concentration camp. It wasn't long and he was about to die. He was too old to do that. And they said to him in the concentration camp, they said, Casper, we will let you out of here and we will let you go home to die with dignity. You should be able to die with dignity. And he said to them, okay, that's fine, but you need to know something. If a Jewish person knocks on my door, I will let them in. That is the love of a father. So they didn't let him out. And they made him stay, and he he died. They actually let him go to a medical center. Ten days later, he passed. But these fathers, these wonderful fathers, they're an inspiration to us, aren't they? So Psalm 68, 5 to 6 says, A father to the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. God God set kids in Casper Ten Boom's home the lonely. God will do that for you. So you have to ask yourself, okay, well, how, how can that happen? Well, there's a way it can happen that's very simple. You ask and you acknowledge God as your father. This was revolutionary to me, huge in my life. Basically, there's a transaction And it's made by the power of the Holy Spirit. This transaction happens in your heart. And it happens through the Holy Spirit. It's supernatural. Think about this. We all know Romans 10, 9, and 10, right? Confess with your mouth. Believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And what? You are saved. That's a transaction. What happens? You confess it. You believe it. And you are saved. Well, there's, there's so many transactions that happen in the Bible. Think about this one. When you're baptized in water, you're saying, I want the external, I want the world to know what happened on the inside of me. I want you to see what happened on the inside of me. And I'm dying to that old way. It's a transaction. Well, I found another transaction in the Bible. And it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. It's the transaction that puts God as your father. It's so exciting. It lets him adopt you as his kid. No matter what your earthly father was. And you might be sitting here and thinking, but I had a wonderful father, Jennifer. My father was amazing. Yes, but at some point, You can't say, Dad, will you pay for it? Dad, will you fix it? Dad, at some point, even with a wonderful earthly father, you have to transact to letting God be your daddy. So let's look at this. Romans 8, 14. Because those who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, that you receive the spirit of sonship. If you look in your Bible, it's a capital S. When I discovered that, I was so excited. That means it's the Holy Spirit. The spirit of sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself testifies within our spirit that we are God's children. Then we are heirs, heirs of God. 
Now let's look at Galatians 4. You can tell for sure, this is the message I believe, that you are now fully adopted as his own children because God sent the spirit of his son into our lives crying out, Papa, Father, doesn't that privilege of intimate conversation with God make it plain that you're not a slave but a child? You're also an heir with complete access to the inheritance. Wow, I love it. I just love it. You might say, okay, Jennifer, this is ridiculous. (laughs) I'm sorry, you've made it too simple. We're talking about the God of the universe here. We're talking about God who created everything, the world and all that's in it. How does he have time for me? How can he hear my menial prayers? I don't think he's interested in the little things that happen in my day. You have lost it, Jennifer, right? Sometimes we think this. Okay, Jennifer, the world is a very dark place right now. Don't you think God has bigger and better things to do than to think about me? Why would God even care? Why would he want to be my dad? I think he's a little bit busy. Well, it says in Hebrews 4.16 that we can approach the throne of God the throne of God. He's the king of the earth. We can approach the throne of God boldly. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.